Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry in for Zach Bingham again today. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and hopefully again soon on Twitter. Uh, But also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for our show and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, got a workout later today. Send me to the weekend. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. 15-minute workout that simulates over five hours in the weight room at Mandu.com. Wilson County Hyundai, uh, make them a part of your car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or going to WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, the Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So there's a lot of conversation uh, in the chat, you know, uh, about Jack's style today. Uh, yes, for the podcast audience uh, that that gets us uh, now, starting now, Jack's wearing the turtleneck from the Magic Bucket. He's got the shades on to go along with it. Um, so, and you mentioned that you you got the turtleneck from a, a friend who's smaller than you. Yes, and that yeah. made me automatically think of. Uh, on the Dan Patrick show, which I haven't listened to the Dan Patrick show uh, in a while, but on the Dan Patrick show, every time it was a first time caller, they had to, uh, is let's go to uh, Jack in Nashville. And the first call caller would have to give height and weight, height and weight. And that made me think of that. Like of how great of an idea that was height and weight for Jack Gentry. Do you want to, do you want to disclose height and weight? Yes. Yeah, so so you know what- I'm six two, 200 pounds. And, Oh, 220. I, I was going to try and get away with 200. <laughs> I was 200 pounds before the pandemic. But at 6'2", 220, and my friend whose turtleneck this is, I mean, he's 5'10". He's, he's, he's not a short king. He's above average for adult males. Um, his name's Pierce, and he was kind enough to lend me this. I actually – so, you know, not a lot of my friends have turtlenecks, but I caught him out um, at Barcelona. If anybody's ever been to Barcelona. Love Barcelona. He was wearing this with one of his chains. And I was like, Pierce, uh, you can't get away from me. I know you have a turtleneck. I need it for a show tomorrow. I promise I won't spill anything on it. And here we are. I look like I'm in an entourage for an Italian soccer player. Hilarious. I like it. Like I, I again, I had to Amazon myself a turtleneck uh, for this magic bucket thing too. And I actually kind of dig it. Uh, so anyway, but all right. So I love how you just slid in 200, yeah, 220. Uh. <laughs> and I'm seeing some, two, Steven here is saying 200 pounds. Yikes. Steven, I'm 6'2", man. I'm tall. Okay. Mark is calling out for the chat to just share their height and weight. If you guys want to go height and weight. You Drop know, your I'm, height and weight. Make I'm me feel 5'11", 188. 5'11", 188. Oh, you got to go six foot if you're 5'11". I, no, I'm, that's that's lying. You can't do that. If I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm real 5'11". 5'11". 188. There's my height weight just because Jack shared uh, that there. Too. All <laughs> right. So let's dive into this thing because uh, I, I do find this interesting. Ryan Tannehill and this Titans offense trying to find themselves. Uh, and after the Derrick Henry injury, uh, easier said than done uh, because of the nine turnovers uh, that have happened over the last two games as height and weights just fly in through the chat. I love this. Yeah, you know, you, you got five five eleven, two oh five, COVID got me. I feel Danny. you, Aaron. Danny with a slender six four one eighty. Oh man. Uh, so anyway, Green so we'll, we'll let you hey Louie. We're just gonna find who the biggest guy is. Six foot three fifteen. Louie is a fire hydrant. Uh right. <laughs> you can't really move Louis L train Morgan. Okay, so um anyway, so 
Ryan Tannehill has to get back on track. He's obviously without Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Marcus Johnson. He's lost his top three wide receivers. He's lost Derrick Henry. The offensive line feels like it's been as healthy as it's ever been all season long, minus Nate Davis's uh, concussion there. But they got to be able to get back on track. And you've seen over the last two games, Jack, that the Titans have been able to throw the ball against the Houston Texans. Now they have the four interceptions that happened because of Des Fitzpatrick not knowing where to be yeah. and a couple of poor decisions by Tannehill. But then against New England, we always talk about Bill Belichick takes away what you do best, and they took away the, the throws from Ryan Tannehill, but they ran for 270 behind Hilliard and Foreman, the two-headed monster there. So what the Titans need to do to get Ryan Tannehill back on track. And full disclosure, I'm, I'm pulling this topic. I filled in for the Buck Rising show on 104.5 The Zone with Will Bowling on Wednesday, and uh, Will brought this up. It was his topic that he brought up. Will thought, and I'm not trying to throw Will under the bus because I absolutely disagreed with his opinion. And I want, Jack, I want your opinion on Will's opinion. Okay, Will I love Will. That, that he thought the Titans and Ryan Tannehill and Downing need to go more up-tempo to get them into a rhythm. I disagree with that. How do you feel about that? Because G-Man just said go up-tempo. Uh, how do you feel about the up-tempo idea that Will Bowling shared the other day on the zone? I'm not very comfortable with it, just with the personnel they have. Um, these guys haven't been starters for very long. I think it's asking a lot out of these guys to go up-tempo. Um, I'm talking about the skill guys. I'm talking about Hilliard, Foreman. Um, we've seen miscommunication in the back backfield before with Foreman. Um, and obviously, Des Fitzpatrick still struggling to kind, of, to kind of get in a rhythm, a rapport with Tannehill. I don't think up tempo is the right answer. And I don't think it's as simple as one or two words. I mean, you, the, the, Ryan Tannehill, in my opinion, does three things um, at, at a very good level, you know, a, a, above league average. Uh, he's he's more mobile than most of the league. He, he can do it on he can do it with his legs, Tannehill wheels, obviously. Um, he throws a nice deep ball. And prior to this year, he didn't turn it over. Now, I, I know he's struggling with turnovers this year. But typically, those are the three things that Ryan Tannehill um, will rank, you know, you know, top 10 in the, in the NFL amongst quarterbacks in deep ball accuracy, um, yards gained on the ground, and, and uh, you know, not, not turning the ball over much. So you, you kind of got to play to his strengths, and I get it. You know, there, there hadn't been a, a, a lot of guys to really help him, help him out on the outside, you know, with S. Fitzpatrick, Chester Rogers, um, Nick Westbrook-Akine, hell, Cody Hollister saw some action this past week. So so for me, it's a deeper dive, right? You could say play action, which is kind of where I want to go here. You could say play action, um, but to me, it's not just Ryan Tannehill. It's Todd Downing. These new pieces that are coming in, you got to figure out what their strengths are, what they do well, how to build around that. Because, I, I mean, just in the backfield alone, you've had Adrian Peterson, you've had Deontay Foreman, Jeremy McNichols, Dontrell Hilliard. Now you kind of have a four-game sample size, three, four-game sample size with most of these guys, and uh, you, you know what you have at least back there. You can now try and you, you know use this bye week to game plan. Okay, we know what we've got. We've seen enough out of these guys. It's been three games. Let's let's put together a game plan that that features these guys properly. And you know that's probably not Dontrell Hilliard uh, getting eleven carries, and that that may not even be Deontay Foreman getting twelve carries. Uh, McNichols back into the fold obviously changes things. But if I had to pick one, it would be the play action. Now, it's hard to run that because the offensive line hasn't really been stable this season. When all five guys have been together, they haven't been great. Um, 
but they haven't really been together much. Nate Davis is still out. Um, Aaron Brewer's done a nice job filling in, but let's get those those five starters back and let's get them playing at a level that we've seen them play for the last two seasons. Um, so maybe time back there is an issue. But if you if you get that offensive line right and you can put Tannehill back there and trust him and trust that pocket for a few extra seconds, you'll have opportunities down the field, which he does at, a, at an above average level in the NFL. Um, so so play action to me, I think's the right answer. And you know, F Ford's pod for for the Tighten Up podcast listeners, we, you guys know that F Ford's pod is our mortal enemy, and we will do anything to destroy them. But they a couple weeks ago put out an interesting statistic and. Yep. This is strictly related to play action. So, you know, in in wins, most of the time, you, you know, you'll, you'll see a play action percentage rate, uh, you know, of over thirty percent. Right. Um, the four games that they've lost, this only this is not factor in the Patriots game, but the three games that they had lost coming into that, um, the Titans ran play action only eleven percent of the time against Arizona, only twenty one percent of the time um, in Week Four against the Jets, and. 9.6% of the time against the Texans. So that's just simply not enough. You, you got to run that thing. Uh, you got to run play action close to 30%. That's where yeah, we should you see in, in the wins, it's <clears throat> 31, 42, 34, 31, 40, 33, 36. You know, the win against the Saints just at 23%. So, I mean, it's clear, like, and, and like I brought this stat up to Zach, um, I guess it was a couple weeks ago. Or it was after the Texans loss uh, when F words pod put that together, and obviously the the story of the game, like for the Cardinals game, doesn't allow the Titans to run play action when you're down by you're trailing. scores, yeah. right? No you one's gonna. The defense is not gonna bite, uh, you, you know, on the on the in the run game because. But he, again, when, not when the Titans are down twelve points to the Texans, keep running play action. Yeah, you can't give points. up on it. You, like you have to think, and, and that's how they were able to. And I'll, I'll throw this back up there. That's how in week two they ran it thirty-one percent of the time. They were down two touchdowns to the Seahawks or more for the majority of that game, but Todd Downing stayed with and, it. Austin, keep that graphic up for one second. I want to okay. point something out and look okay. at look at what the Titans did in these wins: 31, 41, 34, 31, 40, 33, 36, um, 30. What what are they? Thirty-six. Yeah. So in in most of these wins, all but all of these wins ex- besides the Saints game, which you know they ran play action twenty three percent of the time, they were seven for seven on that. Yeah. Um, thirty over thirty percent of the time seems to be the key ingredient for for this Titans offense and, and what they can do in play action. Uh, the problem is defenses aren't really you know putting eight guys in the box to stop Deontay Foreman or Dontrell Hilliard, right? Yeah. They, they're not stuffing the box. They're not Tannehill's unable to suck the defense in because the guys in the backfield really aren't much of a threat on the ground. Now they, they gashed the Patriots, but the Patriots said, you know what? Run the ball as much as you want. Tannehill's not throwing this football today. And under a hundred yards passing for an entire game, uh, you saw that it worked. Bill Belichick, that's kind of been his formula. We'll see if it works against Josh Allen, but for the Titans, 30% play action, I think is your sweet spot. Got to get back to that. Can't give up on it early. And there, yeah, and there needs to be, you know, even if you're still down two touchdowns in the second half, you don't have to freak out and go away from play action because that helps you get back into it. And play action also helps out your lesser than wide receivers to create some separation too, because those guys are able to benefit off of linebackers creeping up uh, on a play action or, or safeties, you know, pausing in the play action just to give that split extra second 
uh, of time for Nick Westbrook, Akine, Chester Rogers, and Cody Hollister, Des Patrick, whoever might be out there. So th- there's another thing too, Jack, that I think is important, and we'll go ahead and ask your question and ask our question to everybody here with Todd Downing and and Ryan Tannehill. They've got to move Tannehill around. I agree. There's too much just catch the snap, drop back, stand there where Tannehill doesn't and hasn't been as comfortable doing that over the last couple of years with Arthur Smith. And they're doing a lot of that, you know, standard drop back, throw it type of type of plays this year than they ever have been. And so they got to move Tannehill around because he is dangerous with his legs. And I feel like his legs get him going. Yes. Whenever Tannehill gets some, get some runs there to, to convert a first down or have a rushing touchdown that can help get him going. And they, they did that early against the Patriots where he ran for two first downs early in that game. They got away from it. Now maybe the Patriots took that, took that away because Bill Belichick's good at that, but they've got to be able to move him, especially with the offensive line battling through injuries, but they have gotten a lot healthier. Don't turn Tannehill into a statue. He, he's, he does not succeed, you know, feet planted in the ground in the middle of the pocket back there. Right. He's good rolling out and moving around. And a couple of weeks ago on the coaches show um, with Mike Vrabel and Mike Keith, uh, Vrabel said they haven't had a ton of success moving the pocket this year. And I think part of that is the offensive line and not having enough time to to get back there, wiggle around, find a guy, um, you know, extend plays like that. But that's what he's good at. And you're right. When he gets when he when he gets it going on the ground, when he picks up a couple first downs, there seems to be something there that really sparks him and sparks the team. Um, you you got to find a way to use those legs because to have a mobile quarterback, what good is it to just keep him in the pocket all game? He yeah. let him roll out, let him make plays with his feet, um, and, and you know that'll eventually, just like play action, that that'll you know the defense has an extra thing to think about with him <laughs> moving out. That you know maybe some some guys come up and something comes open across the middle. It's you you got to play t- play to Tannehill's strengths, and I think yeah. Downing realizes that. Uh, and Louis Chesney, with maybe the most philosophical comment he's ever made, he just says, "Yes, statues tumble nowadays. <laughs> it's a new era. It, it, every you know that's the way the league's going. You got to have a quarterback that can get it done with his legs." Oh, that's that's a great comment. Uh, statues tumble nowadays. Yeah, yeah, they do for a lot of different reasons. Statues have been coming down across the country and across the world uh, these days. All right, Jack. Here's the question. Uh, that we want to get to people. How much? Mu- how much do you trust Ryan Tannehill and Todd Downing during the final stretch of the season, one through ten? So maybe, maybe you trust Tannehill. Maybe you don't, Todd Downing. So you got to give us a combined score. How much do you trust Tannehill and Downing together uh, to uh, to for, through the final five games of the season for the Tennessee Titans? How much do you trust uh, those guys? And we'll read your comments, but real quick. Let me tell you guys about our friends at Renters Warehouse Nashville. They are the professional landlords in the area. Simply go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's multiple ways that Renters Warehouse can benefit you, starting with creating extra cash flow for you and your family by uh, renting out your property instead of just selling it. Selling it's a one-time transaction. That might be for you, but there's a bunch of different ways you can rent it out and let Renters Warehouse do all the work for you. And if you want to get retirement plan ready, you can do that by owning rental property and getting into rent estates. And that is with the pros at renterswarehouse.com. Guys, uh, as I get the graphic up here, I want to talk to you guys about BetMGM. It's the king of sportsbook. Use promo code A to Z sports and new users. You'll get a risk-free bet up to $1,000, but you got to do a couple things. You have to download the app. So download the BetMGM app, whatever app you're using currently, Ditch it. Go to BetMGM. There's much more selection, much more variety. Same game parlays. There's a ton of stuff 
that BetMGM has that others don't. Use promo code A to Z Sports after the app has been downloaded. After you use A to Z Sports, new users, you'll get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's a stack of cash, guys. Take advantage of this offer. Make sure you download the BetMGM app, use that promo code, and cash in on this one up uh, this risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars. All right, yeah, that's right here live on this Friday show. Jack Gentry is in for Zach Bingham today. Here's the question: uh, Is how much do you trust Ryan Tannehill uh, and Todd Downing during the final stretch of the Titans season one through ten? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read some comments here. Uh, Drew says uh, seven. Uh, Alex says solid four. Nick Martinez says 6.5 over on YouTube. Steven says uh, Tannehill 100, Todd Downing zero. So hmm. we're going to have that math be right there. At a 50 I'm kind of I'm kind of backwards on that one. Oh. Not necessarily 100 to zero. but uh, Derek says, just look at Ryan's overall stats in Miami with no protection. He sucked. When he got here, wasn't able, wasn't being sacked every other play. He was great. The O-line has failed him. I think it's more complicated than that. Uh, David says 17%. So we're playing one through 10. So 17%. That would be a 1.7. <laughs> yes. We just move the decimal and, and we're good, right? That's all you got to do. It's uh, a pro Aaron score. Says, yeah. Aaron says five. Uh, need to see more. Uh, yeah. Steven says five uh, because of Tannehill and Downing split. Ronnie six, 6.5. Uh, 4.9 from Danny, who's avoiding that fence. That a boy, Danny. Uh, Deborah says seven. Trust My trust in Downing lowers the score. Um, hmm. G-Man saying 60 Tannehill, 40 Downing. Uh, Mark says 10, getting the weapons back, getting healthier. That'll boost the whole team. Like Mark, and I've gotten into this with some people on Twitter, including uh, our guy, Timmy Sama. Like you can't assume future health. Like you can be confident, more confident that the Titans will get healthier, but it's with, with what's happened this year for the Titans, you can't assume future health for Julio Jones. I don't know if you can assume future health for Bud Dupree because Bud Dupree has been playing and he's missed five games now this season uh, because of the same knee injury that he tore a year ago. So it's hard to, it's hard to just say like this, like Mark is saying 10 because you're getting weapons back. Like you hope they're getting weapons back. Yeah. Maybe they'll get some of them back, but you can't assume that completely to go up to a 10. For me, Austin, I'm going, I'm going 6.8. 6.8 is my trust level. Okay. And there's a couple things that factor in. First, you got to look at the schedule. I mean, there are no world beaters left to play for the Titans. You get the Jags at home after a bye. You go to Pittsburgh on the road. San Fran comes to town, a hot San Fran team, but they've got a couple weeks to cool down. Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Miami also is going to follow San Fran. They're going to be in Nissan Stadium. Then you finish on the road at Houston in a situation where Houston may not even be playing to win. So you don't have to play your best ball to get out of there with three, maybe even four wins. But here's why I trust it. And, you know, it's any given Sunday. The Titans have lost to the Jets and the Texans. I get it. Um, so, so that three, four-game sample size you've gotten out of these, we'll call them the replacements. Uh, from the replacements, you've got to see them for three or four games. You know what you have in them. You're getting healthier. Um, Julio could be back as early as uh, Jacksonville. Then you get, uh, excuse me, yeah, yeah he'll, he'll be back Jacksonville. And then um, A.J. Brown eligible to return uh, week 16 against the Niners. I trust Todd Downing and Ryan Tannehill to come up with a plan over the bye week. I'm going to use an over, overblown phrase, but water always finds its level, 
right? Ryan Tannehill <laughs> over the last two weeks in this Titans offense have turned the ball over nine times. That is something that I don't think um, is sustainable. I don't think the Titans offense will continue to turn it over four and a half times a game. Uh, I really think that they're going to come up with a game plan, keep it simple, stupid, kiss, right? Uh, For Ryan Tannehill, he knows he's he's probably been forcing the issue. He knows he doesn't have the talent outside. He doesn't have the talent behind him like he used to. And and maybe he's trying to overcompensate, make up for what the Titans are lacking in playmakers by trying to do too much himself. I – I believe that Todd Downing, you know, Ryan Tannehill and Arthur Smith had almost like a telepathy, right? Uh, Arthur Smith kind of knew exactly what Ryan Tannehill needed. Ryan Tannehill knew what to expect from Arthur Smith. It's the first year in the system, and I get that Todd Downing was was, um, an in-house elevation, but it takes some time to work through these. And maybe a week off where you just get to look around the room and say, okay, I'm comfortable and I know what I have here. No more experimenting, really. Hopefully, fingers crossed, nobody else gets injured because uh, they're kind of running out of options. But he he looks around the room and he knows what everybody can do now. After the after this stretch playing without the stars, he knows what these group or this group of the replacements are able to do. I believe that they'll patch it up and put it together after this bye week. And talk about a get right game, Jacksonville at home after the bye. They need confidence. They just need to see see a basket go through the see see the ball go through the hoop. And I think that Jacksonville game will do it for them. And really, from then on, hopefully, positive momentum uh, starts rolling, and you get continuity when, when these guys come back. You, you'll you'll get to you'll get to have them for a few games. I think the Titans can put together a four and one stretch to end the season. Five and zero is probably a lot to ask, um, even though these opponents, you know, may none of them may make the playoffs. The Niners are. Are vying for that one of those last wild card spots in the yeah. NFC, but um, none of these guys are, are teams that you have to play your best to beat. I'm with you, Jacks. Jacksonville can be a get right game, right? Like, yeah. We, we kind of thought the Texans confidence could be a get boost right game too, and it just everything tumbled and uh, just crumbled. Too. The Jacksonville Jaguars are the NFL's slump busters. Whenever whenever things are going bad, and you see Jacksonville on the schedule next, you you go okay, okay, deep breath, we'll get it back together. They're, they're kind of like a, a, a a trip to the therapist, right? You you go in with a lot of problems, and after playing Jacksonville, you leave feeling better about yourself. Yeah, and MB says uh, the other way around: the Titans lose to bad teams. The schedule presents zero. <laughs> it's any given Sunday, MB's right. I mean, Texans and Jets—that that's always going to haunt the Titans. Yeah. Now Trevor says, uh, speaking of the Jags game, he'll be there. Austin, how early do you guys get to the mainstay on game day? Uh, typically around like ten thirty, ten forty-five. Uh, is when we get there. So look, it's you can park at, at the mainstay uh, and then eat there, drink there, then walk to the game. It's just two blocks away from Nissan Stadium. So we'll talk more about that, Trevor, uh, next week as we lead up to another game week. So my answer on the confidence level or trust level, excuse me, for Ryan Tannehill and Todd Downing, I actually kind of like what I saw the last two weeks when it comes from a game plan perspective. The game plan that Todd Downing has isn't why the Titans lost to the Texans and the Patriots. It was the execution and the turnovers. And so, I, I look, I don't love the goal line situation play calling of the sequence of throwing twice instead of running three times to get in the end zone or running four times uh, to get in the end zone against the Patriots. But a lot of the other things I saw, I actually thought Todd Downing did a pretty good job of making a lot out of what he was working with the last two weeks against Houston and against New England. They can gain yards. Just hang on to the damn ball. And make your kicks, right? And, and that game's very different uh, against New England because the defense ha- helps you hang around. Now, my comp, my trust level, you said what, 6.8? 6.8. 6. 
I, I like that. I, I, you know, do I want to go 6.5? I don't want to go low to a six, but I think a seven's a little too high. So I'm going to say 6.5 just okay. because the turnover bug feels like it's super contagious right now. And it, you know, every time something bad happens, it feels like there's another, another bad thing to follow. And so they got to nip that in the bud and, and get past this contagious period and maybe being the bye week helps them get over that. But it feels like, you know, you use the basketball reference of you just got to see it go through the hoop. Well, bricks are also contagious. And when you start, mm-hmm. when everybody starts missing shots and now there's a little bit of tensing up going on, I feel like that's what's happened the last couple of weeks too with these turnovers. Yeah, but what 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 happens when that happens? You you look to your leaders, right? You you yeah. look to the veterans in the locker room, and they've got to get you right. That's on Tannehill. That's why I you know I, I think this is more on Tannehill to get his his side of the side of this right uh, more so than it is on Downing. Like like you, I also believe that you know Downing working with some of these guys. Downing did not assume that you know he's going to have to make draw up game plans for uh, w- w- including Dontrell Hilliard. Deontay Foreman, Nick, Nick Westbrook, Akine, Chester Rogers, uh, all, you know, all these guys that we've been talking about for a few weeks. It, it's, it's made it tough on him as well. Um, I, I just think that Tannehill's got to do his part and, you know, not, not try and do too much. A big part of why the, the Titans offense has looked so good um, the past two years too is the defense has set them up for success. Last year, the, uh, the Titans uh, defense had the, had the most takeaways in the NFL this season, you know, they started hot, but in the last few games, they haven't really been able to set the Titans' offense up with very good field position. So they go hand in hand. Getting some of these linebackers back, I think, will help um, the Titans' offense. And you just got to find the end zone. In the red zone, they've been struggling. I, for me, Todd Downing, uh, the biggest area of improvement has to be performance in the red zone. You got to get six. You can't settle for three. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we're going to need to see a, 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 a more – I, I don't really know. Just just come up with a better plan in, inside the red area. Inside the 20, I need to see him move the ball around. And um, really, that, that that fourth and two, um, fourth and goal from the two RPO decision last game really stuck with me. Uh, I think he needs to see one go as well. I think he needs to see a fourth down, a fourth and short, maybe a little trick play, a gadget play go his way. Um, it's it's hard to instill confidence in this, in this offense right now with the guys they have out there and the way they've performed. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And, and, you know, somebody just said, Chuck said they need to score in the opening drive. They've only done that twice yeah. in 12 games, you know, and that's Second 10 drive. points, a field goal and a touchdown on the opening drives. All they've been able to do. All right. A to D sports here live on this Friday. Jack Gentry is in for Zach Bingham. Now we're about to get something that get to something that's been super polarizing. Okay. And these prejudice jerseys, People hate them or they like them. And we are split on this. So we want people to stick around. We're about to show it big on the screen. Do you like these new Preds jerseys or do you want to absolutely burn them? Do you like the Preds jerseys or do you want to burn them? But real quick, let me tell you about our friends for a couple of years now at Wilson County Hyundai. Payne Bone and his team do a great job of helping you find the right car. And right now, it's tough to find the right car. There's not a lot of vehicles out there on the lots. But trust Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County. Oh, that's the wrong graphic. At Wilson County Hyundai there uh, to get you in the right car for you. Uh, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Check them out in Lebanon. Trust them. Guys, they're legit. If it's not on the lot, they'll go help you find it. If it is on the lot, they'll help you get in it. They'll even give you that 24-hour test drive to see how it feels when you wake up the next morning. To see it in the driveway, in the garage, and how it looks. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go. 
Here's how you can afford to buy a new car. Download the BetMGM app, use promo code A to Z Sports, and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. This is for new users, so that means if you've been using other sports betting apps and, you know, maybe you're down on your luck. Maybe you just need one, you need a risk-free bet, you know, a, a, a win-win scenario for you. Download the BetMGM app, use promo code A to Z Sports. It's championship week, guys. We're, I think everybody's going to have a lot of action out there. Um, but BetMGM will have you covered in-game props, um, same-game parlays. They've got a ton of options. The, the variety is, is immaculate. But you have to download the BetMGM app and use promo code A to Z Sports to be a part of this. You'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Let's make money on championship week. Yeah, let's let's do it together. Uh, we're going to talk some college football uh, championship games here coming up in a second. But let's just get to it. Let's get to it right now. Here it is. The stadium jerseys, the stadium series jerseys. Do you hate it or do you love it? Uh, and Jack, I'm going to go ahead and let you go to the comment section and see what the people are saying. But those are the jerseys. Uh, they were super polarizing uh, on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram when Alex Doherty posted this yesterday. So I'll let you go to the comment section. Derek says the Preds jerseys are awesome. He's going to order one as soon as possible. G-Man doesn't have the same opinion. He wants to burn them. And it looks like something Jim Harbaugh would design. Yeah, blue and maize. It kind of does, doesn't it? Um, we have Jason says he loves them. Uh, let's see. We're going to keep going and we're going to find. I'm actually surprised uh, at what we're seeing. Alex Doherty, that bad man. Graphic designs is my passion. The person who designed these jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so there's a lot of mixed opinions and it's burn, burn. Uh, same guy says burn them three times. Um, they break so many artistic rules. These jerseys are Liz, are Liz, Liz. Comment. That's, that's intern that is Liz. Liz. That is uh, Liz. Intern Liz, who actually found a video of Zach and I in 2016, early A to Z days yesterday that made me cringe. Uh, so, Liz, what are the artistic rules that they're breaking? I'm guessing <laughs> one of them is that Smash and Vill go over the yellow lines. Uh, that's That's one that I'm expecting. Yeah, it's too much blue, Bobby Dingman. It's... They look good as a novelty item, just not for game use. Oh, here we go. They okay. They okay. So I'm I like them. I like them. Um, I I think I, I'm also a navy guy. I like the color navy. I wear the color navy a lot. Uh, just in in what I you know, and so they're still on the bottom of the screen there. But I so maybe it's the navy in me. I, I like that color. I immediately liked them a lot and I feel like everybody else has been dumping on them and it makes me feel very questionable about how I, my style. So when uniforms drop on the internet, it's important to not read the comments, right? You, you don't want to be influenced. Just, th- just, just look at them yourself, make your own opinion. Yes. And then you go to the comments. So for me, my process was I looked at them, absolutely hated them. <laughs> look to the comments. Everyone agrees. They hate them. Keep it simple. Uh, the the Winter Classic jerseys, by the way, I loved. I'm gonna I'll, oh, I'll yes. go out on the record. I loved those. Those were fantastic. I think these were done by the same person. Not positive. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they were. Um, I hate these. I want to burn them. And, what What about them? Do you hate? Well, to me, there's a couple things that make the Preds uh, jerseys look sweet. Okay. I, I I need the Pred skull. I need the skull of that predator somewhere near the shoulder. So I they think went that, with because somebody also asked, "Where's the Preds logo?" They went with the 
the uh, guitar pick TriStar instead of the Preds uh, Sabretooth head. Yes, I love the Sabretooth head. Put that on everything. But for me, these these look like beer league hockey jerseys from the team that finishes fourth in the old man's league. I mean, <laughs> these, these are these are not visually appealing to me. The smash in the villa, it's it's I, I don't know. The navy, I feel like it is too much blue. Whoever said that it was too much blue, I agree. Um, I like I, I really like white, but I mean, even when they have the, the Preds alternate jerseys where they have navy and then um and then everything's white outside of it, I like that. It's just the navy and gold are kind of loud to me here. Um, and I don't, I don't really like the Smashville. I, I, I see the, the guitar pick, relatable, whatever, Music City. These don't do it for me, Austin. I want to burn these so fast. I like them. I'm, I mean, I'm not a Jersey person, so I would not buy them. Uh, but I, the last year's Winter Classic jerseys, the white with the with the uh, script lettering and the the blue, like I loved those. Those are great. I, those were some that I almost thought about buying. Uh, but you know, DJ says, is the smash for the same font as Bud Light and scoop says uh, they suck. It reminds me of the Steelers. I thought about this too, because look at the, look at the, the number font, the number font feels like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee Harris would wear that. Yeah. Yes. It's a, I agree with that one. As well. And what, what do you think? So is, let me get your opinion here. Smashville. Yeah. What do you think about Smashville being on the front? I mean, it's unique. I think it's an alternate jersey. It's it's something that represents your city, and I think Smashville was a great uh, marketing campaign that the Preds have been using for the last decade. Uh, so I like it. I mean, I'm all look. It's one game. It's I think you're, these are supposed to be different. They're supposed to be unique to your city. I, I think they look good. I like them. I I just really like the white because hopefully it snows that day and oh, it looks so good in the snow. Um, but I don't know. Maybe these will look different on TV. And, you know, they still have a couple months to tweak them if they need to. Uh, but but really, my only hope is that Tampa's are somehow worse than these. Uh, I, I think Tampa's already had theirs out, so I don't know if that's worse or not. So, Well, if, if I haven't seen them, that means they probably passed the test. Because <laughs> usually they're, they're awesome or they're terrible. There's not much middle ground. Totally. Uh, Donnie says it does need the saber tooth somewhere. Um, he would rock it though with some all white Nikes. Hey, there, there you go. There you go, Donnie. Don, would you, uh, would Jack rock it with those shades he's been wearing today? I don't know. Maybe they need to come out with a Smashville uh turtleneck. And then yeah, like there you it. go. There you go. All right. It is these sports here live on this Friday. Who will make the college football playoff after this championship weekend? Who will make the college football playoff after this championship weekend? But now I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Make sure you know who to go to and you know who to trust when injuries occur in your life. Injuries suck. Everybody gets hurt, and it sucks to have to deal with it. Jack knows. I know. Zach knows. For some reason, people with A to Z, we've, we've been getting banged up over the last couple of years. But know who to go to. And I look, I go to the Bone & Joint Institute whenever my shoulder flares up. Uh, whenever my knee gives me problems, that's where I go. That's who I trust. Boneandjointtn.org. Check them out right there. Boneandjointtn.org. And maybe while you're in the waiting room at Bone and Joint, you download the pro or download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z Sports for new users, and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars. One K, baby. Download the BetMGM app. There's tons to bet on. You, the Grizzlies won by seventy-three last night. If you had the Grizzlies, I mean. Hats off to you. That, that was the best bet. That's the best win in gambling history. Whoop that trick. Yep. <laughs> download the download the bet MGM app. Make sure to use that promo code A to Z Sports, A-T-O-Z Sports. 
to cash in on this risk-free bet up to $1,000. Let's get rich. All right. Speaking of bets, I've got plays for this championship weekend. I know A to Z Sports Picks with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards, they will have opinions uh, as well as the games get going tonight. Western Kentucky and uh, San Antonio, UTSA, they play tonight in their conference championship game. So who makes the playoff, right? Because you've got Alabama and Georgia, who are both uh, in the top four, playing each other in the SEC championship game. And I saw Charles uh, says he's there in Atlanta. He says Alabama's going to beat UGA. Just watch. Let's start there. Can Alabama, can this Alabama team beat this Georgia team? Because I, I honestly don't see it happening. I've already got Georgia minus six and a half as one of my bets on BetMGM just because I don't think Alabama consistently has the offense to overcome what Georgia does defensively. And the best analogy I've heard about this Georgia team was from our guy Brent Doherty on the zone. He was saying this isn't a – this isn't a uh, – it's it's a python. You know, it, it, it just wraps around Slow you death. and slowly squeezes you to death. This isn't a cobra that strikes you and kills you with one bite. And so – Alabama's offense is not consistent enough to be able to resist the Python squeeze. That is the Georgia defense. How do you feel about this game? Georgia hadn't played anybody, Paul, who have they beaten? I mean, Clemson, the first game of the season, Clemson has significantly underachieved. Uh, you, you beat, you beat a ranked Kentucky team, a ranked Arkansas team. Both of those teams fell completely off a cliff. It's, to me, I, I think that we really, whether it's but, you know, but, at the top uh, of your mind but, or some but What you just said, though, you, you're talking about Auburn and Arkansas fell off a cliff? Well, no, no, no. I said Arkansas and Kentucky. Oh, okay. But yeah. Arkansas gave Bama a game like three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, they did. But, I mean, the, the, those wins were also very early in the season. I'm just saying that I, I think well, Arkansas that – Arkansas was also on fire. Arkansas was a top ten team. I understand. I understand. And I like K.J. Jefferson and, and that Georgia receiver they have. smoked him out. But Austin, I think everybody has the same question about Georgia's offense. Is Stetson Bennett good enough? I, I mean, is Stetson Bennett good enough against an elite defense? Now, Auburn Auburn was his big test, and he and he passed that test. But I I, I just have worries about him. I what? Why is he so much better this year than he was last year? And I get He's it. He's just like okay. I, I, every time I watch Stetson Bennett, I doubt him. I'm like, this guy's not any good. He He's doesn't. Good. He doesn't do anything yeah. extraordinary. But he's good. I don't know why, but he's good. He just gets things done. He picks up first downs. He throws touchdowns. He he just he's smart. Like he rarely takes sacks. He finds a way to get rid of the football to not kill his team. So he just he just knows how to get it done. Yeah, I I just don't trust him. Uh, they've got a good running back, um, James Cook. He's pretty solid back there, and that defense is. I mean, it's one of the all time greats. I think you're going to be talking about that defense for for decades to come. But that that's if they can win it. Georgia just has not had the killer instinct, right? And not I'm just saying they haven't they haven't won a title in in quite a while. They they don't they don't have the killer instinct, but they don't have to win to make the playoff. And for Bama, you're going to get a desperate Bama team. And I know that Georgia wants to win the title, but Georgia already knows that their ticket to the, the college football playoff is punched. Bama desperately needs they'll scratch and claw to get this win after a close game. They just saw their life flash before their eyes against Auburn. They may have a, a, a second lease on life. Uh, um, I, I just think that Alabama's offense does more for me 
than um, Georgia's offense. I, I get it. Both defenses are pretty good. Georgia has the better one. But Alabama's going to really have to overcome Jamison Williams um, being suspended for the first half. He, no, he's some, good. No, he, he can play. He's good? Yeah, okay. that, that, that targeting happened in the first half. Okay, okay, game, good. So okay. he's good. I, I just don't, for the life of me, understand why he's on the punt team. But um, Georgia six and a half point favorites. Now, this is either the biggest trap bet of the week with Alabama catching six and a half on a neutral site um, against Georgia, or you, you know, the easiest bet of the week. Uh, I, I think that Bama covers and wins. I think Bama wins outright. Stetson Bennett, huge question marks. Let's see how he performs it with the lights on. You know, I, I want to see many, him in this. How many points does Bama perform. score? How many points? 17's the max, right? Tennessee scored 17 points on this team. That's They'll the max. Get, I think Bama puts up 24, and I think that gets it done. So you're thinking like 24, 21, 24, 20, something like that? 24, 20. 24, 20. I, 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 think, they, I think they win it late. Um, I don't think Stetson Bennett does enough. I just don't trust him. I don't trust Stetson Bennett, Austin. I just think Georgia's too good. I, and – uh, you know, you look at like, oh, uh, Georgia hasn't been tested. It's because they're just dominating everybody. And now I do agree. How does Georgia react if they're in a game in the, in the fourth quarter? Like, how do they do they do they stack up and play better, or do they kind of get tight butt and and make some mistakes? And we we have no idea. That's what I'm saying. I I, I don't trust Stetson Bennett with with all this pressure. Bryce Young is a freshman. I trust him. He doesn't make mistakes. That's the thing. Like you, you might not expect him to make big plays, but you can trust him to not lose the game for his team. But okay, do you trust Stetson Bennett? Say he's trailing by seven in the fourth quarter. Does does he do enough on offense to come back and win that game? I don't think he does. And if Bama gets up early, that's going to be tough for Georgia. They played with the lead all season. What happens when they get punched in the mouth first? Nobody's seen that yet. Georgia hasn't had to react to that. Bama's the type of team that can do it. Bama's no slouch. The only thing Bama doesn't have go for, going for them is they have Bill O'Brien making the decisions on offense. Yeah, and they had zero points, and or like they had three points until the last fifty nine or thirty seconds yeah. against Auburn. Like, right? It was, it was Bama's got thing. problems now. I do think, I do think Bama playing in four overtimes against Auburn gives them a little more fire. Uh, that they kind of get their stuff straightened out. So, okay. So they saw I their expect- life flash before their eyes. I, their season was over a week ago, but they somehow found a way to get out of it. All right. So who makes the playoff? Um, well, running down the slate here, I, I think that Michigan's going to beat Iowa. Iowa's pretty deep on their QB depth chart right now. They don't scare me offensively. I think Michigan gets in. I, I think, like I said, Bama gets in. So there's three teams right there. Man, I. <sighs> I don't know how the chat feels about this, but I really hope Cincinnati loses. I hope they lose. No, I don't want to see them. Win. I don't want to see them in the playoff. They're going to get dominated. Who would you rather see? Who would you rather see? Oklahoma State or Notre Dame? Definitely not. I think Brian Kelly, you know, took Notre Dame out of the mix. I think that there's a way. There, uh, there, there's a way for Ohio State to slip in there. I think there no. is. No. I, I what what is this, what does the college football playoff committee think about Notre Dame? Do, do they they think, do they them, think they Brian think Kelly leaving? Look, that's that's an interesting thing. So what you're saying is, you think Bama beats Georgia? Bama beats then, Georgia. Michigan, Michigan beats Iowa. Houston beats Cincinnati, and Baylor beats Oklahoma State. Now it's a lot to have happen, obviously. Which yeah. I mean, if you're the seventh seed and you're not playing, um, you're going to need a lot of help to get in there. If you're ranked seventh, I should say, but. To me, I'm gonna. I, I, I think Georgia, Bama, Michigan. I don't think Oklahoma State has that killer instinct either. 
I just can't see them in the playoff. When I envision the college football playoff this year, I don't see orange and black. I don't see a mullet on the sideline. I here's what Give me I Ohio want. State wild card. I, here's Chaos. what I want to happen. I want Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State. That's I want fresh blood. That's what I want. I don't want the same damn teams we watch every year. Now, thank God Clemson sucked this year because I needed that because Dabo needed to be knocked down a few pegs. But uh, you know, I don't hate Michigan. I like I'm 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 intrigued on what Cincinnati can do. Oh, right? I hope they lose so bad. Oh, no, I don't want to see them in see the playoff. It. I want to see them in there. Like, let them make the playoff so we can see how they stack up. Give them a shot. But it's right? going to go just like it always does. You don't know that. Uh, the, the, the the history is on my side here. I mean, whenever the, even Notre Dame, when they get in the playoff, they get obliterated. Imagine what Cincinnati's going to do. They don't have the Cincinnati same recruiting. Beat pool. Notre Dame with their head coach. Right? Uh, 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 At Notre yeah. Dame, does that not give you more confidence in Cincinnati? No, Notre Dame's just not an impressive win to me this season. What's what would be best for college football is Georgia one, Michigan two, Cincinnati three, Oklahoma State four. So you get Michigan versus Cincinnati, and then uh, Georgia versus Oklahoma State. Those are your semifinals. <laughs> Jack is smoking something crazy. And I just David says David says suck at Austin. Dabo is awesome. No, Dabo is cringe. Oh. Dabo makes me cringe. Dabo sucks. I hate Dabo. Oh, I used man. to like Dabo Sweeney, but he's, he's too much. He's, he's a hypocrite. Way extra, and his stance on the NIL stuff is just disgusting. But, Stupid. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen, really, for, for my my thing to go correctly. I need Cincinnati, Oklahoma State to lose, and Ohio and, and, and Alabama, probably, and um, Notre Dame to get downgraded. I think that Notre Dame... Notre Dame had one game this week. They played Brian Kelly, and they got smoked. I think that they're going to fall a little bit. I don't know. Or did they win? In the college football playoffs eyes, they no. they just lost their head coach. Long term, they may win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Long term. And by the way, who is more sick to their stomach than poor Clark Lee? I mean, he they, they, they promote the guy, Marcus Freeman, to take over Notre Dame. He was the D.C. this year. He was the only the D.C. because Clark Lee left his post to go to Vandy. Yeah. Clark Lee's now stuck at Vandy. Marcus Freeman um, on cloud nine at Notre Dame. It's I, I, I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I, I am pulling for Houston this week. I want to see Houston win. And, man, a Michigan collapse always gets me going. But I don't. I think they've got it. They're 10.5-point favorites. I think they've got it. The only other team that really plays of, that's of any significance, Oregon goes to Utah. Utah beat Oregon in the regular season. Oregon's plus two and a half. No matter what, I think they're out. They've got they've got some pretty tough losses. Stanford and um, Utah. They got dominated by Utah in the regular season. So, so all right. Uh, I've got three bets for the championship weekend. I thought I had four, but I actually I actually have not taken Georgia minus six and a half yet. So in my BetMGM app, <clears throat> I've already jumped on Houston Cincinnati over fifty three and a half. Western Kentucky tonight minus one and a half. That line's a little sketchy. I think now the toppers may be right. Now it's up to three or three and a half. By the way, th- that Western Kentucky offense is humming. Yeah, they're exactly. fun to watch. I've also got Louisiana plus three against App State at home. Now Billy Napier is coaching in this game, so Louisiana plus three 
in Billy Napier's maybe last game. Is he distracted, as, though? I, that's a game I, I, I think, want no part I of. think they go out there and dominate App State. I think Louisiana is a better team. I think this is the going away pizza party for Billy Napier, and they go out there with a big win. And they are three, they're catching three points at home. Louisiana plus three, Western Kentucky minus one and a half, and over 53 and a half for Cincinnati Houston. Those are my three plays so far. I'm going to okay. watch A to Z sports picks later today at 2 p.m. Central with Allen and Brian to see if I need to add to that or not. But that's, that's my, uh, that's my play. Okay. One last thing about this Buckeyes angle. It's, it's deep G man. It's deep and it's very unlikely, but Cincinnati, Oklahoma state, both have to lose. Alabama has to lose and Ohio state has to jump Notre Dame. Alabama probably has to lose by a couple, uh, like three touchdowns. So we're going to see, we're going to see. It's just what I want to happen. I think Ohio state's offense is too fun to keep out, but uh, they blew it last week against Michigan. So we'll see how that, all, all that shakes out, but that's who I want. Time for ain't that good news, and I'm going to play a video, and we're just going to make fun of Brian Kelly. Uh, that's My good news is going to be making fun <laughs> of Brian Kelly. So get ready for that. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. Got a workout scheduled for 4 o'clock today at Mandu Green Hills. Looking forward to getting to the weekend right with a workout. It's a 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. It's real. It goes after your muscles. Uh, deep muscles, full body workout in 15 minutes, uh, and uh, you create and build real strength and muscle mass with targeting that hard-to-burn body fat out of there too. Mandu can help you achieve your fitness goals. So go there. Your first workout's free at mandu.com, and if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, they'll take $100 off your first month when you sign up right there at mandu.com. Bet MGM, use promo code A to Z Sports, and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's for that's for new users only. So if you already have it, uh, just just keep betting. Then they'll they'll have odds boosts. And by the way, once you're in BetMGM, once you have this downloaded, they offer tons of odds boosts. They give you plenty of chance or plenty of chances to to make some money in there. But for new users, if you haven't experienced the greatness of BetMGM, download that app now. Use promo code A to Z Sports. Use that risk free bet up to one thousand dollars. Maybe tail Austin. Maybe bet on Louisiana. Maybe take the toppers against the Roadrunners. Meet, meet no more. Download the BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z Sports for a risk-free bet up to $1,000. It is that time for Ain't That Good News to send us to the weekend. Let's do it. All right, Jack. I'm going to let you go first, uh, and then we'll, we'll check in any other comment. Uh, and before we just eviscerate Brian Kelly on our way out the <laughs> That sounds fair. Um, for me, it's not good news yet. It's potential good news that I'm looking at. Mm. So earlier in the week, I couldn't do the show. I, I had a, I have a scratched cornea, and a, and a, a corneal abrasion is the is the doctor term for it. So for two days, I couldn't look at light. It was miserable. I couldn't drive. I had, the funny thing is, my optometrist is all the way out in Cool Springs. I had to drive 25 minutes with a hand over my eye, uh, just worried about banging into the cars next to me. So I haven't been able to wear a contact all week in that eye. I've been wearing it in this eye, and I have bad astigmatism, so it's been a rough week for me. Oh. But today is the day, possibly. Today is possibly the day. I go to the optometrist at 2.40. I need to put that contact back in. My life has been rough. It is just the quality of living is not the same with eyes with different vision. Um and I don't have a pair of glasses, which makes it even worse. A lesson I have learned, always get glasses. How long have you worn contacts? 
uh, since third grade. And you don't even have like a backup pair of glasses? Yeah, my whole thing was it, it, uh, when I had the option to get glasses along with my contacts in third grade, I said I didn't want to. I didn't want to look like a nerd. I just didn't want to look like a nerd. I didn't want to be a bookworm. So I get that. I get that. But again, like you, you have you, like what happens if your house is on fire in the middle of the night? And you don't have your contacts in. You just need to throw on the the emergency like backup glasses so you've got something. Well, I can smell the fire. My nose is still working. Yeah, but what fine. if you can't see? What if you can't see what you need to grab? What if you grab the wrong thing and and, and you just need to get out of there? Yeah, I don't know. I if my house is on fire, I probably won't be in my room spending time collecting items to save. I'll probably just try and save myself. That but anyways, a, that is a conversation for another day. That's a completely different conversation. We'll talk about hypothetical houses on fire in a minute. But today's the day I could I could get the clear to go back to contacts. We're seeing, we're hoping, we're praying. So guys, let's do it. Let's get our vision back today. All right, more good news. Sean says tease is good news. Uh, two weeks ago, he got a promotion and a raise. Let's go. Other good news. It's his birthday. Hey, happy birthday, happy Sean. Happy birthday, Bill. Sean. Sean's nice been watching the show for a long time. So that's awesome. Alex says, good news. St. Jude Marathon is tomorrow in Memphis. Got to love the city uh, coming together for a good cause. Are you running, Alex? I'll tell you what. I, I'm not running. I, but I, 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 love, I love the cause. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got some friends coming in town in April to run the the half marathon in April. when Because it, it just happened in Nashville because of COVID. But it's coming back in April. We've got some friends doing the half. I don't want to do that. I just want to do a 5K in 2022. I just want to do that. So, and Alex is even running the 10K. Uh, one one thing about marathons. Yeah. Don't put that sticker on your car. Nobody cares. Nobody cares how many miles you ran one day. That's right. Keep that sticker off your car. All right. Back to back to your good news. Uh, Scott says, uh, "Good news. Uh, Titans don't have any new injuries yet." Uh, Kenyatta <laughs> says, "By the way, nice turn like Jack." Thanks, Kenyatta. One. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so it is good news. He finally finished that arts project he's been working on and fighting with for a month. Oh, I want to see it. Good. I want to see that. Tweet it at us. So my good news is just making fun of uh, Brian Kelly. But Marcus adds glass good news. Good news. He made his youth team all-star football team traveling to Chattanooga and all-state game. That's awesome, Marcus. Uh, good luck, Congratulations Marcus. on that. Got some youngins uh, uh, watching the show this morning. No, I, I, good news. My, I think it's my son made his youth team all-star football team i think he's speaking for his son oh yeah i think you're right i think you're right well his son's definitely in the picture so well marcus whether you're a man or a child good luck to you (laughs) yes my good news is making fun of brian kelly and really the good news part is thank you jeff darlington for doing the work for us jeff darlington who covers the nfl i believe now for the nfl network as he's kind of jumped back maybe he's at espn i forget he's all over the place but thank you, Jeff Darlington, for doing the work that we needed. Where Jeff Darlington took Brian the audio of Brian Kelly's telling Notre Dame players goodbye <laughs> and the audio of Brian Kelly talking to the LSU basketball crowd. And we are able to use the word family to, to really see how fake Brian Kelly was putting on that Southern accent last night. Thank you, Jeff Darlington. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana. But more- oh my God, it's so <laughs> bad. It's so oh, bad. I'm here with my family. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's play it again. You have to listen, listen closely because it's quiet to the fam, the first family, and then the second family. Those incredible twelve years of my life for me and my family, um, being here in Notre Dame. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana. But more- oh my God, it's so bad. It's a great day. It's Friday. It is a great day. Uh, Man, is Brian Kelly, now that Urban Meyer's gone, the most unlikable coach in college football? Yeah. I think so, too. I can't stand him. It's, it's, I mean, he is, he is, <laughs> go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's so that again. story from his time at Central Michigan, right? With Robert Sala and Matt LaFleur, both NFL mm-hmm. head coaches. They were grad assistants under him at Central Michigan, and they yeah. came over for a party, and he had a, a, a list of, of guests and a list of workers. Matt LaFleur and Robert Sala, NFL head coaches currently, yeah. were on the list of workers and spent the entire party shoveling snow because Brian Kelly is an a-hole. They also did valet. It's even worse. They had, they had to shovel the snow, then do the valet, and then go get the cars afterwards. It's and and Big Meat says, "Dude, dude, watch hours of Looney Tunes to get that." Oh, Big Meat, out of boy. All right, guys. I uh, hope you have a great weekend. Again, it, it's A to Z Sports Picks will be on at two o'clock Central Time uh, to get you guys set up for the college football uh, championship weekend. It starts tonight, so you don't forget two o'clock Central Time. Uh, Alan Bell, Brian Edwards do a great job with A to Z Sports Picks presented by BetMGM. And look, it's Titans bye week. There's no Vols on Saturday, so no Charlie Burris, no Jonathan Crompton, no Titans on Sunday, so no Zach and I doing game day live. So enjoy the weekend. I'm getting my Christmas tree tomorrow. We always do it on SEC Championship Day because I know I'm I know I'm not going. Uh, as you know, until Aww. until Josh Heupel and Tennessee prove me wrong, I always plan to get the tree on SEC Championship Saturday. Hey, no Titans this week, but Titan Up Podcast. We dropped a new episode earlier this week. Alan Bell's on. He talks about uh, where the Titans stand in Vegas's eyes for not only the one seed, but for the AFC title, um, uh, where, where their live win total is at, all things NFL. Who are the teams to watch in Las Vegas's mind? Go check out the Titan Up podcast with Alan Bell this week. It's out on all platforms. Yep, definitely check that out. I listened yesterday. Also, get your relax in this weekend because after this weekend, we don't stop until the Super Bowl. So, Get ready uh, and, and take care of your your bodies because we've got a we got a big uh, end of the season push for the Titans here uh, on A to Z Sports. So, all right, guys, we will see you on Monday. Thanks again as always. Have a safe weekend. See you later.